Hey, people, on today's show, we have renamed this stable Retribution. In the spotlight, Kevin Owens, is he a Hall of Famer? And in the hot tag news, is the Miz worthy of all his championships? All this and more with your host, Rick Serrano III, the $50 man, Clay Cummings, and the new WPOB champion, Elio Canella, on an all-new episode of the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is churlish, is interesting, but stupid! Wrestling POV is your point of view, bring you 20 years of change in the wrestling business. From the spotlight to the polls, from birthdays to hot tech news, wrestling news, rumors, and injury reports. Covered by the greatest in the whole damn sport This week in wrestling, who made the book? My second shot full pay-per-view points game Love, peace, and wrestling is what they're all about So sit back, kick back, and hear them all out heard on the aftermath show uh after elimination chamber elio canella wins the title what what number is this elio this is like oh. three three oh wow the first one was in 2017 SummerSlam. wow i think this is three for you elio this might be three it's catching up there with you rick whoa 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 clay 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 <laughs> let's relax relax calm down calm down i am the great Ever. I've got a I've got a friend here who had once ever were with you though, Rick. Oh, really? Now, Mister Serrano, I'm afraid I've got some bad news for you. Wow! Because Elio Canella was, was crowned the champion on last Sunday's aftermath. Now we have a first in history because you're the greatest champion. But now we have a champion who's greatest joined life is spreading bad news to others. So there's a lot more bad news in your future, sir. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wade Barrett just came onto this show and tried to talk to me. Wade Barrett, (laughs) go win another Intercontinental (laughs) title and have it stripped away from you. How about that? (laughs) Come on my show. Talk about me. Listen, unless you want to come back and not talk bad about me, talk bad about Tony. Go ahead. Do it. Yes, oh, no, actually, yes. I, I have something to say about that as well. I heard last week's show. Yes. Now, I understand you're a fan of Jessica Mia and Aaliyah. Yes. Yes, and I have to disagree with Mr. Tony Diaz when he says he doesn't like them because I'm a fan. I know you are. Yeah. So, so there we have it. So that's thank my you. piece for Mr. Tony Diaz. Thank you. Yes. Now you can stay, Wade Barrett. Wow, Clay. <laughs> I bet you never thought that was going to happen. Not, Wade not Barrett. All. I'll get to you in time, Mr. Cummings. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All righty, then. All right. With Clay's that being said. Clay's not a name. It's a substance used to mold optics into works of art. 
Wow. So he said and you name. say your name is short for Clayton, separate the two words, it's ton of clay. And when you spell ton backwards, it's not. So wow. not clay. Yeah, this is the greatest episode ever. Tony, if, if you don't ever come back, I can we have Wade Barrett every week? This is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. Uh, uh, Mr. Barrett, can I start the show now? Go around the head. All right, thank you. Oh, all right. Let's go into this. Guys, we put up a, a, a post uh, renamed the stable Retribution, and boy, oh boy, did we get hit oh, no. with a million comments? Ooh. Did we get so many? Like it was crazy. Um, before we move on, Clay, do you have a name that you would want to rename Retribution? Ooh. I didn't uh, think of one personally, but I was looking at the comments, and I really enjoyed the regurgitation from Adam Brunton. Oh, yes. That, Adam Brunton with yeah. regurgitation. That was hilarious. That was I love it. Um, I'm going to read some comments. We got Wayne Al-Sahim West. The corn in the shit. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, we got Sean Niehoff who says the jobbers. We got Sean Murphy says Vince's lost ones. We got Eddie Moskowitz who says shit, just plain shit. <laughs> Dave Martin says slipknot wannabes. Oh, we got <laughs> I, can, I can see that with a mason teeth and a slapjack. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. I can see, I can definitely see that. We got Brian Brewer with another regurgitation. <laughs> Dan Robinson says the has beens or the wannabes. Uh, James Davis says, hashtag, this sucks, change it. <laughs> oh, man. We got Scott Preston says, soon to be Mrs. Lee and her backups. Wow. 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 <laughs> that was Mia Yim shot right there. Wow. We got Stephen Griffin says, assassination. Okay. Not bad. Not okay. bad. Uh, Dave Walsh. I like this one. The Panic Room. I like that. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Elvis Soriano says the losers. Uh, Bill Stauffer, he says stupid idiots. <laughs> Elio, do you have a, a name that you would? I can't. I can't think of one offhand. I just I'm done with this group. Uh, I do like what uh, Charles Sanders wrote on our page. He wrote "Rage Against the WWE Machine." Yes, yeah. yes, "Rage Against the WWE Machine." You know, for me, if I look at it, uh, man, Retribution is such a great name for them, but they're never going to receive it. They're never going to get Retribution. <laughs> they lose every they lose every pack, every match that they've had on TV. Yeah, it's just bad. Let's continue. We got Joe White. He says Slipknot. He says Mad Max and Fury Road. And he says it's Bane and the other villains. <laughs> <laughs> Jose Luis, he says, Los Chicanos. Okay. okay. Right. Cornelius Wilson says, Mercenaries. Curtis Nixon says, COVID mask. Duh. <laughs> Ooh, this is probably my favorite one. Stephen Lickenwall says, The Dungeon of Dumbasses. 
Okay. Oh, man. And Luke Ledger says, it's a stupid idea from bad creative. <laughs> With the Jericho GIF. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I can go on and on. We got Right to Censor 2.0, the, bur- the butt hurt business. Uh, <laughs> nope. Who are they? Useless. NWO, no. Uh, break it up. I get. I gotta go get snacks or go to the bathroom whenever they're on. Nope. Who are they? Useless. Courtesy flush. <laughs> <laughs> this is just. Oh man. I mean. So we renamed the stable because there's obviously something wrong with them, and we'll get into that as we go over raw. But okay. what is it that they? What can we do to make this a a solid team? I'll go with Clay first. What can we do? to make this team benefit from being on TV every week? Because obviously they're on every week, so something's going right. But what can we make them to be better? Honestly, if you give them, like, a few wins against, like, certain top-tier guys, like, not, like, big-time superstars that are trying to push, but at least get a couple wins under their belt to make them legitimate. Yeah. I got you. So, uh, Elio, what do you think? Yeah, just like what Clay said, because uh, they've they lost uh, every match uh, they've had. Like, give them a couple of wins. I, and I believe one day involved in some short feud with the Hurt Business. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, yeah. I'll tell you this right now. Disband the fucking group. It's over. There, there's, no, there's no coming back from this. There's no retribution for retribution. I think you disband them. Get me a yim back in her Tims. Get... <laughs> Ali back with Ricochet. Get get Dijakovic back on his own. I think he can do well on his own. Mace can do well on his own. See, I, I go ahead. Mia Yim, we've been waiting forever to see her on the main roster. And then when she debuts, they give her this. Yeah, for sure. You know? like, uh, she's a talented woman. I mean, she's, yeah. I, I love Mia Yim. It's just the fact that she was in this group and kind of killed her momentum. Yeah. Um, let's go into the spotlight this week. The spotlight this week was brought to, to us by Clay Cummings. He said, yo, let's put Kevin Owens in the spotlight. Ooh, okay. And is Kevin Owens worthy of being a Hall of Famer? Um, I'm going to go over some of his accomplishments before we decide, okay? So when we say Hall of Famer, I'm talking about the WWE Hall of Fame. But this man is already in a Hall of Fame. He's in the Quebec Wrestling Hall of Fame. He's the class of 2017. He was ranked number three of the top 500 wrestlers in PWI 500 in 2017. He was a Ring of Honor champion one time, a tag team champion one time, and a world championship contender tournament champion one time. Um, Rolling Stone has him as the best heel for 2015, the best promos of 2015, the best storyline in 2015. He was the rookie of the year. In 2015, WWE Match of the Year in 2015 against John Cena. So 2015 was Kevin Owens' year, right? Coming yeah. into the to the business of WWE, he was an NXT Champion one time. He was a Universal Champion one time, Intercontinental Champion two times, and the United States Champion three times. Now yeah. he's wrestled all over the world. He is a household name, Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens. You know, fight Owens, fight, fight Steen, fight. Elio, is he a WWE Hall of Famer? Well, really, um, 
he Ronaldo's like, I'm just I'm going to see us. So I've always been a, like a Kevin Owens fan. Um, I've never, I haven't, I've never seen like his ROH work because we weren't getting ROH uh, here at the time when he was there. But like, uh, haven't heard the name and then finally, finally making his uh, appearance on in WWE. And like everything he's done, I'm going to say yes. All right, Clay, what are you thought? What are your thoughts? I agree with Elio. I think Kevin is a, a WWE Hall of Famer eventually. I mean, he's only adding to uh, more of his Hall of Fame resume now and the stunts that he does in WWE and the over the matches that he has had, it serves him right to be, you know, a Hall of Famer in my book. And even like, like Elio said also, when he was in ROH, I never even saw or even heard of ROH until I heard the name Kevin Steen. And then you go back and watch his matches, and then he comes to WWE and does just as good. So I'm a huge fan of Kevin Owens. And I've tried, right. I, I just want to bring up that Elimination Chamber. Besides, uh, did do you um, what one thing did uh, all the wrestlers in the SmackDown side have in common? Uh, except for two. Except for two. Four of the two. What did they all have in common? Universal champions? No, definitely no. not. They were all Ring of Honor. Cesaro, oh, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, and um, Sami Zayn. Wow. Oh, okay. Four of the six. That's cool. That yeah. shows you where what happened with Ring of Honor, that they really uh, sent us a lot of great talent. Um, Matt Novak says, highly underrated talent. He has great in-ring skills and can cut a great promo for whatever the situation is. Okay. But Elio... Yes, is that what we were asking? That's not what we were asking. We were asking if he was a Hall of Famer. And Josh <laughs> Sanders says very simply, no, not yet. He's not a Hall of Famer. Okay, and you know what? Now it's time for Rick's Around the Third, you know, the veteran of the show, to answer this question. And I'm going to answer this question honestly. No, Kevin Owens is not a Hall of Famer. Not yet. I think he's a great talent. I think what he's done in WWE is remarkable. I think he needs to do some more. I think he needs some more accolades. I think he needs more championships. Um, give him the WWE strap. Let him have a, 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 a huge run with it. You know, the guy is so talented, and he can do phenomenal things for a guy his size. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? But is Vader in the Hall of Fame? I don't think yet. Um, and it's just one of those things where, yes, you're great at what you do. You're great for a guy your size, but – is this some is the name Kevin Owens synonymous to the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't think not yet. I think 20 years down the line, am I going to be remembering Kevin Owens or I'm going to be remembering Roman Reigns? You know what I'm saying? It's like one of those things. What has he done in this era? And I'm not shitting on him at all because I love Kevin Owens, but I don't think he's done enough in the WWE to put him into the WWE Hall of Fame. Not just yet. So. That's my take on it. Um, next week, we're going to be putting Eno Shirai into Ooh. the spotlight. Wow. Uh, I know Tony has a lot he wants to say about that, so we're going to hear about that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so right now it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right, and before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. Yeah, who? Uh, who? <laughs> 
Oh my goodness! You know what? I wanted to see if these clowns can do it. And no, they couldn't even do the Yahoo right. But, more like, Miguel, yeah. here, but Miguel, if you're here, why not just press the button? I know because I'm about to retire and I'm taking my break. That doesn't that doesn't uh, mean anything. Just because you're about to retire, you're not retired yet. Yeah. You still, oh. You're still on the job, Bill. Oh, oh, so, somebody's balls dropped since he became champion. <laughs> you're going to come over here and tell me how to do my job? Okay, please. You know what? I'm going to take... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hater alert now. Oh, this guy. You know what? This is it. I'm going to take a break for the rest of the show now. Oh, okay. All right. Um, birthdays this week. We got Shinsuke Nakamura turns 41 years old. Wow. Yeah, wow. 41. Um, now, what Tony said seems to be true. They're going to be using Nakamura as putting other talent over. I'm That's not a big strange. fan of that. Yeah. His years are coming to an end, man. He needs to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, Maria turns 39 years old. Wow. Mm. 39, yeah, Elio said, mmm, like, mmm, tasty, right? <laughs> Damn, Elio, you dog. <laughs> he said, mmm, mmm. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Ric Flair, woo, turned 72 years old. Holy jeez, 72. 72 years old, styling and profiling. Um, 72 years old. And, of course, last but not least, Tony Diaz turns the big 50 years old. Happy birthday, you old motherfucker, you. Yeah, we Um, have something here. Go ahead, Elio. Wow. And that, Elio Canella just played an electric guitar on air. That is amazing. Yo, Elio is like a fucking magician, that's a musician. A, that's a first. So happy birthday, Tony Diaz. Wow. Amazing job, Elio Canella. Wow, Tony. You're 50, looking 70. Great job, man. Keep it up. Keep it up. Great job. All right. It is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. And you know what, guys? You can't get any bigger news than the big show going to AEW. I have a a question about that. Yes. Isn't it interesting how they signed Big Show a week before Shaq has his first match in AEW? Bingo. Absolutely. That is funny. And it seems like this was in the works for, for a while because if you're booking Shaq and Cody... Is there, is there a little manipulation going on there? Was Big Show playing the WWE while under contract? Is this something that we need to get the lawyers involved in? I don't know. But, Clay, honestly, how big is this news to you? It was a total shock. I didn't even see like that coming. I figured Big Show would be you know loyal with WWE and not want to do anything else. And then all of a sudden he signs with AEW. It's like, it was a major shock to me. Yeah, when I when I saw the that uh, graphic uh, 
Paul White is all elite. I thought, okay, that must be some something that was made by a fan. Yeah. And well, it wasn't. It is real. And honestly, who the fuck cares? <laughs> <laughs> honestly, who cares? Because the big show is hasn't done anything for the WWE in years. No one's cared about him. You know what? The only thing that's pretty cool is that if he does uh, wrestle for AEW, which they're saying he will, if he gets the title, he will be the first ever to hold the ECW title, WCW title, WWE title, and the AEW title. And the only to probably ever do that. So that will be a big accomplishment. But honestly, I don't care. I don't care. So we'll see what that does for AEW. Now, I have some bad news from the NXT UK. Um, we had a we had Zaya Brookside defeat Nina Samuels. I gave it a two. I thought it was an okay match. But here's the thing, Clay. They're doing this uh, thing where if whoever wins becomes the other person's butler for a month. Hmm. Where did I see this recently? On AEW. So apparently... Oh, are you doing that with uh, Nina Samuels? Yes. Oh. So Zaya Brookside is now the winner and Nina Samuels will be her her butler. So that just shows you that apparently they don't get AEW in the UK. (laughs) Yes, not. (laughs) Um, Tyler Bate. The first ever NXT UK champ defeated Bailey Matthews, aka William Regal's son. And I gotta tell oh, wow. you, wow. the guy can wrestle. He looked good. He looked good. I gave it a three. I really, uh, I really was uh, intrigued by this match. And also the main event, we have new tag team champions, new NXT UK champions. As Pretty Deadly defeated Gallus. I gave it a two point five. It was a pretty good match um, overall. I gotta tell you though. Uh, I gave NXT UK a 1.8 this week. There were some good matches, some boring matches, but the backstage segments, I don't understand what the fuck they're saying, Elio. I don't. I can't figure I'm friends with Wade Bear, and I don't understand what they say back there. It's backstage. I don't understand what they're saying. I mean, Matt Novak. He's going to have to give me a few lessons in British talk. Yeah, because... So, Matt Novak, please send me the transcript of the the translation because <laughs> that is all I have for the news. Uh, rumors, there are no rumors because Tony's not here and Tony keeps all the rumors to himself, that selfish fucking 50-year-old. Um, you know what? I just realized, out of everybody, out of the six of us that are part of the WPOV network, we are the three youngest of that that group. I think we should be called, we are the young bucks of the team. Yeah, more like young schmucks. Wow. 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 Miguel, how old are you? I'm old enough to put my peach (laughs) on your head. Old enough to retire. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's just go straight into injury. Let's go into injury. Um, Oscar lost the tooth. I don't know if you yeah. guys saw that, man. Uh, my girl, Shayna Baszler, kicked her straight in the mouth, and the tooth came flying out. 
Now, the cool thing about this, though, not, not that her tooth's flying out was cool, but Shayna Baszler checked up on her right away. As soon as she hit her in the mouth, she just went over her and checked up on her. But if you notice, Asuka was covering her mouth for the end segment against Charlotte that whole time. It's because her tooth was out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't at first. I saw that, and then I had to replay it back because I was like, oh, I just saw a little bit of the tooth going from the camera, so... Yeah. It's like she got clocked. <laughs> yep. And then another injury from Monday Night Raw, John Morrison tweaked his knee. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it. When he got thrown to the outside, yes. he landed straight on his right knee, and uh, he fought through the match. Uh, there's no timetable on when he's going to return, but uh, we hope that he recovers quickly because John Morrison is hilarious, and I want to see him on my TV as soon as possible. Definitely. With that being said, let's jump into the hot tag news where, man, oh, man, this has got to be the most comments we've ever received on a hot tag news segment. This is The Miz. Was he worthy of all the championships he's gotten? Now, let me tell you something, guys. He is a two-time WWE champion. He's an eight-time intercontinental champion. He is a two-time United States champion. He is an eight-time tag team champion champion. He is a two-time Slammy Award winner. He is a two-time Money in the Bank winner, and he's cashed in both times successfully. Does The Miz deserve all of that? I'm going to go with you first, Clay. Does The Miz deserve all of those accolades? Honestly, with me, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of Miz as a heel. Uh, Babyface, not so much, but I would say yes, he would, because he has been with WWE for a while. He's been, you know, not very many breaks other than his movies and stuff. And he cuts a good, you know, good wrestler out of him. And so I would say, yes, he does deserve it. All right. Well, we got Diamond Zabiscuit. I I slaughtered that name. He says, yes, look at his career. He deserves everything. He elevated the IC belt, so it meant something while he held it. Okay, Macho Dan. Ooh, yeah. He says he elevated the Intercontinental Championship, so yeah, he is. Uh, Joshua Clifton says, congratulations, that's awesome. Uh, Dalton Gray says, no, I don't like The Miz. (laughs) Short and sweet. Um, Hold on one second. The one that said, congratulations, that's awesome. It's not what you're asking. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um. Jory Harzen says, hell no. He probably won them being dishonest. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sean Weakless says, he's a real scumbag. (laughs) That's not what we were asking. (laughs) 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 Uh, Frank Ponce says, sure, he just knows how to play the game. And then we just got a bunch of no's, 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 no's. Um, Let's see. Albert Hughes wrote a novel here. Let's read it. He says, it's not like if you like the superstar, he's been there more than a decade. He deserves a good WWE title run. He's won more Intercontinental Champions more than anybody. And he's also a former U.S. champion, former tag team champion, a Slammy Award winner. So, yeah, all y'all haters need to appreciate the talent that we got in the (laughs) ring in this generation. Wow. Oh. He's passionate. He's a misfit. (laughs) <laughs> Elio, you say he's wrong. What are you no, I said he's, I said he's not wrong. Oh, he's not wrong. So, Elio, tell us, why is the Miz worthy of these accomplishments? 
So, well, it's like Clay said, he's been there, he's been with the company for a while, like, he, I, I believe he, 16 years. I believe uh, 2006, 2007. Um, I was off and on watching at that time, so I didn't really follow him closely, but like from like 2009, 2010 and on, I saw like all those, all the accomplishments like that he's had and yeah, he like uh, he's uh, put in all the work. Mm-hmm. When uh, and uh, he's the one that I believe uh, was put through the all that hazing stuff at the beginning. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So like, yeah, and uh, working through, uh, working, he's still working through all that and uh, not uh, quitting the company. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say he's definitely worth. All right, and we got Alan Franklin says wrestling fans' opinions on this wrestling thread is not worthy either. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, John P.S. says no, he's not because he didn't even earn it like a man. Oh. What? <laughs> okay, he earned it like a woman, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Brett Williams says he's a paper champion. Okay, wow. Uh, Justin Barr says yes, it's long overdue. And like uh, guys, I can go on and on with all these comments. I'll read this last one. Um, Jason Taylor says I would say yes. To all but the current one, meaning his current championship, he won. His time already came and gone. Can't understand why WWE continuously crowds old timers who should be retired or putting newer talent over. Old wow. What? The man's an old timer? This Whoa. ain't an old timer. If well, you technically, talk about old timer, talk about Edge. That's true. <laughs> that's mean, true, Clay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, no, like if you're going to call Miz an old timer, yeah, he's been there 16 years, but he's what, 40? Like he's in his 40s, yeah. Early 40s. And then you got like Goldberg and Edge coming back for the title. It's like, I wouldn't consider Miz an old timer, though. No, you're right. You're right. I, I see your point there. I will tell you this, though, guys. I'm going to be the bearer of bad news Uh-oh. because the Miz is not worthy of all those championships. I'm sorry. Um, I love the Miz, and you guys can go back five years. And in fact, next year, next week is our five-year anniversary of the Wrestling POV podcast. So stay tuned for that. Um, also, Miguel Cole's retirement. Um, but I will tell you this: I have been a huge Miz fan. I even converted Tony Diaz to like the Miz, and in converting, yeah, really, I, I saw the double turn on the show. Yes, because then I started to dislike the Miz. <laughs> um, no, the Miz is not worthy of all those accolades. I'm sorry. He is a great. Uh, he is great on the mic. Mm-hmm. He is an average wrestler. Um, he can definitely get under your skin. I think his best work is as a heel. I agree with you with that, Clay. Um, yeah. But I look at guys like Dolph Ziggler. I look at guys like Daniel Bryan. I look at guys like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. You know, guys that probably deserve more accolades than what they got compared to The Miz. You know, we read off of, what, of Kevin Owens. So based off of championships, does The Miz deserve to go to the Hall of Fame? I mean, absolutely, right? I mean, he's yeah. a two-time Grand Slam champion. That means he went won four championships and went around and did it again. That's never been done before. And Dolph Ziggler is struggling to be on TV. I mean, he's yeah. a tag team champion. He wasn't even on SmackDown. I mean, he was on SmackDown, but he didn't wrestle. Right. And it's just like the Miz is on three, four segments a week. Dolph Ziggler struggling to get on. 
Sami Zayn, he's got the stupid camera crew with him. When it, when are we going to give these guys real runs? So, in my honest opinion, my POV, and you can love it or hate it, the Miz is not worthy of all these accolades, all these championships. I'm sorry. I love the guy, but not all those cha- eight-time Intercontinental Champion, fine. But an eight-time tag team champion, two-time United States champion, two-time money in the bank winner, two-time WWE champion, main event at WrestleMania. Didn't he win tough enough? Uh, did he? I, I can not remember. Which, t- which, which, uh, which tough enough does he always reference? That was one of I, the first ones, wasn't it? Yeah, he might have been in the second one or the third one. I don't know. But yeah. the guy, he, he's been everywhere. Real world, everything. I love He's on TV. He's on movies. Great job, Miz. You're a businessman, and you're getting your money. You're getting your, your pats on the back from Mr. Man. But I don't see it. I don't see him worthy of all those championships. Um, but yeah, you heard it here first from the Wrestling POV crew. Guys, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause, and when we come back, we're going to go over this week in wrestling. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. This is Wade Barrett again, and you're listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com today slash Wrestling POV because, oh yeah, we're bringing the Wolfpack back. Don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. You might end up in a body bag. Check out the new Red and Black Attack POV t-shirts that we have on the ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. You don't want to turn your back on these. These are great. I love them. I already ordered my own. We got the red and black and the black and red POV Wrestling POV t-shirts. Don't miss out on this opportunity. $19.99 plus shipping and handling. It's great. Check it out. With that being said, it is now time to get raw. All right. We're going into raw notes. Uh, pretty decent raw, not too bad. Uh, but my lowest, lowest point of the whole night was Dana and Mandy versus Lana and Naomi. I gave that point five. Just wasn't – it was kind of a random match to me, just out there trying to get them, you know, get them out and do something. But I just wasn't a big fan of it. And then another low point for me was New Day versus Retribution. Again, like we said earlier in the show, what are they doing with Retribution? You're having them lose the New Day and, you know, and then Ali comes out and he's all mad and yada, yada, yada. And then they just cut it. And it's like, I gave that one. I just didn't, I didn't understand that. And then my high points for this was the beginning with Ms. TV. Well, I gave that a three. Love that, you know, Bobby was showing aggression. I love where he's at right now and pushing him for the title. And also the Lucha House Party versus the Hurt Business. I give that a 2.5. Elio, what do you think? Okay, so my little point was uh, like the Lana, Naomi, Mandy Rose in the book match. I gave that one a one, and I gave that a 0.5 to the New Day and a Retribution. Yeah, you know, my low points was I have to give it to uh, the New Day defeating Retribution. That is egregious. I gave it a point five. And you know what? I got to tell you something about this Raw, man. It was one of those Raws where we saw the same thing happen again and again and again. New Day versus Retribution. We mm-hmm. saw the Hurt Business defeat Lucha House Party. We saw Nia and Shayna defeat Charlotte and Asuka 
again. We saw AJ defeat Ricochet again. We this saw five. This was a rerun. That's what it <laughs> yeah. felt like. It was just like we're watching this again and again and again. And I have to mention the Miz with Lashley and Strowman and Shane. That was terrible. I hate Braun Strowman. What you gonna do about it, Shane? Oh, I have something to say when we uh, get to the book. Oh, okay. You know what? If we don't have the book today, so if you want to put something in the book, what is it? Well, you talk about Drew's dragon breath. Have you noticed whenever Braun Strowman is talking, he yes. puts the microphone right up to his mouth? It's like he puts yes. it right on the microphone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he He's terrible. I, Braun Strowman, you just made the book. I cannot do your voice again. That's going to hurt my throat. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and uh, Elio, your high points of Monday Night Raw. High points. I gave Tim Riddle and Morrison. That was a good oh, match. Keep that yeah. one to three. All right, uh, my high points, I gave it to Lashley defeating Braun Strowman. I gave it a 3.5. It was badass to see Bobby Lashley destroy Braun Strowman. Listen, this is going to kill Braun Strowman's career, but fuck it. You know what? (laughs) Bobby Lashley deserves it. You know what? Bobby Lashley, oh, my God, next week. Listen, is it possible that he can win the WWE title? Yes. Is, Is he? Probably not because uh, we got Drew McIntyre in the background. But man, oh man, if he does beat the Miz, woo, we're gonna be set up for WrestleMania. Yo, brought uh, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre and Mania. Man, that's gonna be sick. Yes, Clay, your hype, uh, your overall. Overall, I gave Raw one point eight. Just oh. the average show to me, but yeah. Oh, Tell you, like, what I, went you, to, I went with I went with a one point seven. And then Rick, what was your high point? I, or overall, I gave overall one point six. I, I I wasn't really feeling this. I I just saw so many repeats and reruns. It was just like ugh, wasn't feeling it. Um, all right, it is now time for the NXT POV Mamma I'm afraid I've got some bad news. No, no, no. That's enough for you, Wade Barrett. Don't want to hear you no more. <laughs> Taking over the show. All right. Um, my lowest point of NXT this week is going to shock you. I have my lowest is a 1.5, but I have four 1.5s. I oh. have Dexter Lewis defeating Gargano. I have Zion Lee defeating Katanzaro. I have Cross defeating Escobar. And I have a 1.5 for Adam Cole's promo. That's basically most of NXT this week. They just didn't do it for me. I was not excited about anything on NXT this week. I'm going to kick it over to Clay. Clay, what was your lowest point of NXT? I mean, I would have to agree with you, Rick. This wasn't a very big or great NXT, but I gave my low point was the Tyler Russ, Leon Ruff, and Swerve. Oh, yeah. Not like they wasted time with that. I gave that point five. And just like, and you're you're gonna give Tyler Rust a win. I just I just didn't like any of it. Yeah, Tyler Rust needs to stop. They need to stop with him. Elio, what's your low point of NXT? <clears throat> Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis. I get the Dexter Loomis character. I'm just not into this whole thing. You just no. I gave that a one. Yeah, it it was bad. 
But I'll tell you this as my side notes. Cameron Grimes. To oh, the man. To right. the moon, baby. Yo, this guy did the million dollar man thing. I loved it. I lost my yeah. shit. The three segments were hilarious. Oh, Yo, my I, God. I, I got to say, Kevin Grimes got balls. Tell TV I'll see the kids in the grips. Yes. Teddy Biasi, kiss my grips. I'm like, damn, sir. Oh, man. Um, but my highest point was Io Shirai <laughs> defeating Zoe Stark. I gave it a 2.5. I am high on the Zoe Stark chick. I think she's really good. I, I'm, I'm impressed by what I'm seeing. But I gave it a 2.5. I can't wait to see Tony Storm and Io Shirai go head-to-head. Take the strap off Io Shirai. I'm going to have more to say about Io Shirai next week when we have her in the spotlight. Uh, Clay Cummings, your high points of NXT. I'm with you, Rick. The high point for me was Io Shirai versus Zoe Stark. I'm very impressed with Zoe Stark. She really put on a show with Io, and I gave it a three. Very fun match. Awesome. Elio, high Yo, point. High points uh, for Zoe. That was the Zoe Stark. Io Shirai gave it 2.5 in uh, the Cameron Graham segment, three. Nice. Um, overall, I gave NXT this week. Listen, man, it wasn't that great of a week. I gave it a 1.8. That's my high point. That's my overall for NXT this week. Clay? I gave it a 1.7. I'm just, it wasn't great, that great of a show for me. All right, Elio? That was uh, straight two. Oh, solid two. Okay. All right, Elio? All right, on to AEW. So we so whoa, with whoa, the, whoa, wait, 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 wait. AEW what? What's the name of the show? On to AEW Dynamite. Boom. <laughs> See, you, 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 you even get sound effects. What do you want me to do? You want me to do your job for you too? You want, you want me to wipe your cool off for you? Come on. <laughs> okay, so uh, low points. Uh, let's play. I mean, low point for me was the Kenny Omega and his workshop thing. First of all, you can't hear a thing that anybody was saying with that, with bang, like the banging and working and all that. I, just, I gave that a point five. And the Miro interview with Kip and Penelope, it just, I was not into that either. I was like, what are they doing with Miro? I just don't, I don't get this whole thing. And I also gave that a point five. Hey, All right, for me, I gotta tell you, man, Jake Jake Hager defeating uh, Brandon is it Brandon Cutler. Brandon Cutler. Yeah, Brandon Cutler. I gave that a one point five. Why is Brandon Cutler having this whole big entrance with a dragon mask and all this Dude, stuff, and then he gets because, jobbed out? You know, you know. Go on. Go for it. No, it's okay. Go on. Oh, okay. Because he's friends with the Young Bucks. They had to say it ten times <laughs> during the show. He's friends with Young Bucks. Okay. Well, <laughs> does he have to have an extravagant entrance like Cody? Like, <laughs> and so loose. And the thing is, his record was nine and nine, and they were like, he's on an eight and one streak. <laughs> oh, so that means at one point he was one and eight. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't see it with this guy. They were, and then on AEW Dark, he faced Luchasaurus. They actually, uh, they actually did a close up on uh, the the uh, dinosaur face face with the dragon. They both had oh their masks God. on. That is ridiculous. <laughs> that is stupid. Yeah, I gave that a one point five. 
Elliot, what was your low point? My low point is okay. That backstage, uh, Phoenix and uh, Lance Archer promo at the beginning, and uh, Jake Hager, Brandon Color, I gave them both 0.5. Wow. Yeah, I agree with you. But let's not forget the worst part of AEW Dynamite was Papa Buck. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. That was some of the worst makeup I've ever seen or whatever that blood that they had. That was ragu pasta sauce, man. (laughs) Even his face when he was going in the the ambulance, like, what? I don't understand what he was trying to do there. And and, and I'm I'm confused on the Good Brothers. Like, what what game are they playing here? Because uh, they go into the ambulance uh, with them. Yep, I saw yeah. that. I don't know why. So, it's, it's just weird. Um, yeah. Uh, Clay, what was your high points? High point for me was uh, Lance Archer versus Ray Phoenix. I gave that a four. I really, wow. Yeah, I really enjoyed that match. And even I've said this before, Ray Phoenix is that good. I really yeah. enjoyed watching him. And Archer you know, doing his thing, I, I really enjoyed it. So I gave it a four. Wow, Elio, your high point. Uh, my high point. I gave uh, I gave two lines Archer Ray Phoenix. They gave it a three. So I, I thought they worked really well together with size difference. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> oh, I'm waiting but for, stupid. I was waiting for the second part of that. But stupid. Come on, guys. <laughs> no. No. That was that match wasn't that. Ugh. I gave that match a two. I wasn't even really uh, the size difference. I wasn't feeling it. Um. They didn't even really go to it. Like I think I heard Andy Anderson say on Global that they didn't really point out the size difference that much. Um, That's true. Um, it was uh, it wasn't big for me. My highest point though, and this is gonna shock a lot of people, I'm gonna get banned from the show. Team Taz defeating the Varsity Blondes. I gave it a three. Now let me tell you something. They can go and Varsity yeah. Blondes. Uh, Pillman Jr. When he did that drop kick through the middle rope, that was. Finger licking good, man. That was yeah. a piece that Rizzi stones. <laughs> it was A1 steak sauce. The guy went through the ropes with a missile drop kick. I loved it. I thought it was a great uh, spot. Elio, uh, um, your overall? Uh, 1.7. Wow. Uh, Clay? And this is going to surprise you guys, but I gave the show a 2.1. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This is going to surprise you guys. I gave it a 2.3. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. It is now time for NXT versus AEW, the Wednesday Night Delight. Currently, NXT's ahead 11 to AEW's 8. Elio, who'd you go with? Uh, this week, I'm going uh, NXT. All right. Uh, Clay? I got I got to go with AEW this week. I just NXT didn't had pretty disappointing this week, I thought. And I enjoyed AEW more. I see what you're saying because I agree with you. I'm going with AEW this week. NXT for me was, like I said, a bunch of 1.5s. I was just wasn't feeling NXT this week. So AEW is now down 11 to 9. Don't call it a comeback. Maybe next week they can get to the double digits with their Shaq versus Cody. Uh, Can't wait to see that, right? Um, (laughs) It is now time for the SmackDown Breakdown. Uh, for me, the low point of SmackDown was the Bianca Belair decision with Ooh. Sasha Banks. I gave it a one. I don't understand why this guy is there. 
uh, Reginald. He it just doesn't make sense. You're supposed to be with Carmella, and now you, what? What is he doing? Yeah. What? What is he doing? Like, why is he there? And yeah. Sasha Banks, girl, are you a heel? Are you a face? I I don't understand it. You're riding that fine line. I will tell you this though. I saw the Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold and Sasha. That was another great episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one with Bailey was great, and this one with Sasha Banks was really, really good. I got a, a new understanding and a new liking to Sasha Banks, so I uh, recommend you guys check that out. Uh, Elio, low points of SmackDown. I, I gave it to uh, that segment right there. It's Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I gave that one a .5. All right, Clay? Same with you guys. The whole Bianca Belair makes her decision. I just, I hated that Reginald was there. I don't understand. Again, I don't understand why he's in this whole scenario type thing. I don't get it. And the fact of Sasha, you know, and I do like Sasha. I really do. But the whole, like, are you a heel or are you a baby face? Like, which one are you trying to portray right now? And it just didn't make any sense to me. I gave it a point five. Wow. Um, my highest point of SmackDown, now I got two of them. Uh, first of all, I'm going to tell you, I'm loving this new Apollo Crews, the Nigerian Apollo Crews. Um, yes. I love it. I love that he threw in the little accent there. Um, I love the colors, everything the, with the pants and everything. I really uh, liked it. I gave it a three that he beat Nakamura. Um, I want to tell you guys, I think this can work. As both a babyface and a heel, I obviously he's going down the heel route, but mm-hmm. I can see like a Tatanka or a Tito Santana with his Nigerian background. I really think you could push that as a babyface as well. Um, but my overall highest, I gave it three point five to Jay Uso and Daniel Bryan with the double countout. I think the ring psychology between these two was on point. I think they did a great job working the knee um, and just keeping Daniel Bryan down and out and and not moving forward towards another title picture uh, opportunity. So I give that a 3.5. Uh, Elio, what was your high point of SmackDown? My high point was Apollo Crews versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Like you, I like this new Apollo Crews. Well, uh, my question is, why are we seeing this now? It's but The guy's been with the company for, I don't know how many years, and now we're seeing this. Like I just, This is the ROH Apollo Crews that we should have been seeing all along. You know, Elio... I, I, I hear what you're saying. You know, sometimes in the business, um, the simplest things are the things we stay away from. Like, that should have been like, oh, my family, you know, my background, you know, my heritage. That should have been at the forefront of his character. Yeah. But, the, yeah. but it wasn't it for him. And, and sometimes the simplest things are the best things that we can do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, Clay, uh, high points of SmackDown. I'm with you guys, and like I said last week, I really like this new attitude from Apollo. Uh, he's really showing a, you know, a heel side to him, and it's fun to watch. And then I gave that a two, and then I also gave a two point five to Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso. Really awesome. good chemistry there, like you said, Rick. I just I really enjoyed this match. Yeah, and you know what? I also have to shout out Tamina. Tamina looked good this week against Liv Morgan. I really, really appreciated it. I thought she looked really good um, in the match. She just, she just was solid, you know? Yeah. Um, overall, I gave SmackDown this week a 2.3. Yeah. 
Elio. Wait, did we do high points? Yeah. Oh. All right, yeah, okay. Um. So, uh, yeah, I gave mine a 1.8. Okay, uh, Clay? I gave mine a 1.7. All right, so now it is time for the Raw versus NXT versus SmackDown. Currently, NXT's ahead 23 to Raw's 14 to SmackDown's 8. And, of course, we stopped this at WrestleMania. So, Raw has a ways to catch up. Right now, NXT has won the last two years. Are they going to repeat? Are they the 2000, what, 2001, 2003 Lakers? Are they going to win three in a row? Can they do it? We'll find out. Um, Elio, who do you got? Raw SmackDown or NXT? I'm going to go with... Raw was, Raw was a whole lot of repeats. I'm going to go Raw, SmackDown, NXT. All right. Clay? Same with Elio. I'm going Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Wow. Wow. All right. Raw's coming back. I mean, I went with SmackDown. I thought SmackDown was the better overall show. We had no repeats. That's I'll tell you that. But fine. I can't twist your arm. That's your POV. You picked wrong. It's okay. Fine. <laughs> Raw... Raw goes up to 15. SmackDown, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I don't think you're going to be making a comeback this year. Uh, NXT is currently ahead 23 to Raw's 15 to SmackDown's 8. All right. With that being said, guys, you know what? We've done a lot on the show today. Tony got the book, but we did add something new to the book, and that is Braun Strowman's Dragon Breath. Yes, he is in the book. He's staying there. Can I add right. could I add one more thing to the book? Absolutely. I cannot stand no more, and I have held my tongue and held my tongue with this. Okay. Paul Heyman staring at Roman Reigns. <laughs> I cannot take it no more. I cannot stand it. I've I've said this for like weeks of this, and I cannot do it no more. Paul Heyman staring at Roman Reigns was the most annoying thing on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. you, you, oh, you talk about when the Reigns is talking, he was like, like yes. <laughs> I what are you doing? I don't. <laughs> I'm done with it. <laughs> Elio, what are your thoughts on this? Because I, I, I love it. I love that Paul Heyman does that. I think it goes perfectly with the character. What are your thoughts on it, Elio? I don't know. I think it with Clay. I mean, it's just uh, the way he looks at Robert uh, Reed. Like, <laughs> it's I, like I don't get it. It's like me staring at food. Like I just I don't get it. You know. All right. So we'll put in. <laughs> Paul's love for Roman. Um, and we'll put it in the book. All right. Paul's love for Roman. You just made the book. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to see you next week on our five-year anniversary show. And, of course, Miguel Cole's retirement. Um, but before we, we close out the show, we're going to play a song. And uh, mm-hmm. actually, we're not going to play it. Miguel Cole is going to sing it. Oh, my oh, goodness. No. no, I'm not. Yes, you are. Okay. Miguel Cole is going to sing a song from his mind. And you guys are going to have five seconds to decide what song he's singing. And that's how we're going to ride off into the sunset. Until then, I'm your host, the third wheel, Rick Serrano, the third, along with the $50 man. Clay Cummings. And the gentleman. 
Elio Canella. And the intern, Miguel Cole. Adios. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see you next week. Peace out. All right, you guys ready? Yep. Yep. All right, here we go. Go ahead, Miguel. Rick Flair. No. Kurt Angle. No. Miguel, you want to sing a little bit more? Mr. Perfect. Yes! Wow! Oh Oh my goodness, I'm just like... And he doesn't get it! Come on! Oh, my all God. right. All right. You guys ready for the next one? Yeah. Yep. All right. Here we go. Elio's ahead. One nothing. Here we go. Go ahead, Miguel. Roman Reigns. <laughs> nope. The natural disaster. The natural disaster is Elio oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Miguel must have a love for natural disasters, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And just, oh, man. And just for shits and giggles, Miguel, Elio is up 2 nothing. Here's the third one. Go ahead, Miguel. Here's your bulldogs. Yes. Wow. Elio <laughs> with the sweep. We don't own the rights. Dun, 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 